Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 135 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to talk about something that uh, I don't think many of us are good at, and uh, I think that we need to become better at. That's why I'm dedicating a whole episode to it. And that thing is saying the word no and living our lives uh, not just negatively, not just uh, in a place where we just say no, 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 no to everything, right? But I don't think we know how to say the word no, and it shows up in our personal finances. And so we're going to address that today and talk about how our finances can be better suited if we just learn how to say no. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to get back to anything that you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then make sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things that I'm putting out in these long form YouTube and podcast episodes every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you in your financial life to create a plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab and you can pick the financial coaching session type that would work best for you and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So you guys, I don't know if you know this or not, uh, but recently uh, the lottery was up to like something like a billion dollars. Like it was just a, an obscene amount of money. And I think somebody actually won that billion dollar uh, lottery payout. And obviously a lot of that's going to go to taxes, but uh, they won this lottery payout. And uh, this is one of the primary examples that we see in life of winning in the short term uh, by just making a big windfall of money for some uh, crazy reason like you played the lottery. But most of our financial life uh, is a long grind. Most of it is going to happen over the long term. The decisions that you make today are going to impact what you have to do tomorrow. Uh, the decisions that you make tomorrow are going to impact what happens 10 years from now. You are setting a precedent today uh, for the future of your financial life and then just of your life in general. Just uh, your the things that you do in life, the things that you do the things that you do today are actually going to trickle down into the things uh, that your life looks like, the, the themes of your life 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. I mean, just think about the whole idea of us all going to uh, university to try to get an education. Well, the whole point is you get the education now, you can get a good job and make good money later. At least that's your hope, right? That's what you want to do from that. And all you are doing, right, let's say by going to uh, school instead of starting a job uh, and just working and making money, right, is you are doing what I like to call and a topic that I don't talk about a whole lot, but it is at the the center of everything that I talk about on this show, and that is delayed gratification. And it's not difficult to understand what delayed gratification means. Delayed gratification is nothing more uh, than putting off things today in order to be gratified tomorrow or in order to gain something later on, to gain something uh, over the long term. So you're putting off things today in order to gain something over the long term. But there's a problem with this. There's a problem with delayed gratification. And the problem is, is that a lot of people don't really want to do it. A lot of people really don't want to pay some price today in order to get something tomorrow. They want to just 
have something. They want you to just have whatever it is and they want to have it today. And our social media culture does not make it any easier uh, to teach this idea of delayed gratification because we are a right now culture. I mean, you have to think we have Amazon at our doorstep every single day. Uh, we've got Uber Eats coming to give us food or Postmates or whatever, uh, bringing us food all of the time, right? And we don't even have to get up to, to get food. We have people that will go get our groceries for us and we just go pick them up. Or even there's grocery delivery, right? Um, everything is right now. Everything is we can click a button and we'll immediately get it. And the truth of the matter is, is that that type of mindset is dangerous to us in our finances. That type of mindset is dangerous uh, to us in being able to live good, long, fulfilled, uh, healthy financial lives. And the reason that that is is because all of the things that we do where we get short-term gratification or we get immediate gratification even, uh, those things are us saying yes to something. Yes, I want uh, Amazon to bring me this package, right? Yes, I you know would rather eat out because it's more convenient for somebody to bring something to me than for me to cook. Uh, you know, yes, I want to, you know, sign up for that car loan because it's easier to, you know, sign up for this loan than to save up the money to actually buy the car in cash. Yes, 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 yes. Right. But our problem is if we say yes so much is that we need to learn to say no. We need to learn to look at things in our life. And I'm not saying necessarily just say no to other people. More than anything, we need to learn to say no to ourselves. We need to learn to say no to ourselves uh, to keep us from giving into our impulses all the time. Because a lot of times our impulses are our short-term thinking. We want some type of gratification. We want uh, some type of immediate feedback, some positive feeling, some you know, dopamine hit in our brain uh, to where we are going to feel good uh, in the short term. But that feeling good in the short term, if you'll notice, typically turns into feeling pretty cruddy in the long term. So let's just use the Amazon example, right? If you're somebody who uh, likes to go on Amazon binges and you have lists a mile long and you go through and you're just like, add to cart, 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 check out, right? And a lot of people do that, right? I, I'm gonna you know, just tell my wife real quick, she doesn't go and buy a lot of things on Amazon, but boy, are her lists a mile long. And if she wanted to go on a rampage, look out because she could go on a rampage but uh that is beside the point that was just me taking a little jab but um if you are that type of person who will put a lot of things in your cart and just go on binges of buying things on amazon uh then what you are doing right is you're trying to i mean if you ever heard of retail therapy right that's the modern day version of retail therapy you're going on amazon and you're just easily purchasing these things and they'll all get sent to your house and um, you know, typically very quickly, if you're an Amazon prime member, even faster, right? They're going to get to your house within a couple days, maybe, and you'll have all of these things and you'll, you'll own them, right? Cause you purchased all of these things online and you did so, uh, with the utmost impulse, right? Uh, because it made you feel good. It felt good to put things in that shopping cart. It felt good, uh, to click checkout, but what's not going to feel good is that credit card bill, Right. What's not going to feel good is when you do this three, four, five, six times over the course of a month or two and uh, you know, your budget is hundreds of dollars off and you don't know where you're going to get that money from or you don't know uh, how you're going to make ends meet or pay bills because you spent so much money on Amazon because you were in the habit of just saying yes, 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 yes. 
add to cart, add to cart, add to cart was a yes, right? We have to learn to say no. And we have to learn to say no in all different parts of our financial lives, not just buying stuff on Amazon. There's nothing wrong with buying stuff on Amazon. I like Amazon. I use Amazon. It's you know a great service. I cannot uh, deny their ability to do things better than everybody else as far as you know purchasing just about anything that you need and bringing it to you. But the problem is, is that if you were to sit around and just say yes to it all the time and just continuously buy things, then there is going to be a price to pay. And in all of this, in every part of life, if you really, really think about it, you either pay a price today, right? Or you can pay a price later. And most people want to pay a price later. They're like, I, why would I want to pay a price today? The problem is, is that if you don't pay a price today and you end up paying a price later, well, that price you pay later is going to be compounded. It's going to be worse than the price you would have had to pay today, right? Just saying no to Amazon, right? This is a more shorter term example, but just saying no to Amazon a few times uh, would allow you to be able to pay your bills and hopefully have a surplus of money in your bank account at the end of a month and be able to uh, you know, live and be gratified by whatever that can do for you, right? You paid a price and uh, you're able to receive something on the back end. Well, if you just do buy all those things on Amazon, then you have to pay the price later. Well, that price is much, much worse, right? That price is worse than, see, because you could have just said no, but that price is now you've got credit card bills. Now you're paying interest on a credit card, or now you're having to borrow money from somebody just to pay your bills. Or Those prices are much, much worse than the prices you could have paid in the short term, the prices you could have paid today uh, in order to have things better off later on. And again, every part of our financial lives is tied into this idea of delayed gratification and saying no. And so what I thought I'd do is I will go through the financial action plan step by step and talk about why each step has to do with in some way, shape or form saying no to something today, right? In order to be gratified later, or maybe not even saying no, but just not saying yes, right? Not just falling into these old habits of poor money management over time. So first part of the financial action plan is to uh, make a monthly budget. Now you might say, well, just making a budget, how is that saying no to something? Well, that is saying no to being disorganized. That is saying no uh, to not having a plan. That is saying no to, uh, oh, I know how my money works. I can deal with it. I don't need a budget. That's saying no to everything you've done in your life financially up to this point when you weren't budgeting right? It is saying no. It is saying, nope, I'm not going to go about this haphazardly. I am going to have a plan. I am going to have a plan to spend my money, to save my money, to give my money, to invest, all these different types of things that I'm going to do within this budget. I'm not going to just go about things all willy-nilly from here on out. I am going to actually decide uh, to take the reins of my financial life. And that is the biggest thing of saying no of delayed gratification is that you are deciding that you are responsible for what is going to occur later. You are responsible uh, for the outcomes of your life. You are responsible for making the decisions that are going to be best for you over time. And in making those decisions, right, some of the best decisions come when you say no uh, to things. And again, like I said, the whole financial action plan is going to come from you saying no to certain things. So we move to the second part of the financial action plan, right? And that second part is save up one month of expenses in an emergency fund, in a starter small emergency fund. 
Well, what is this saying no to? Well, in order to save any money, you have to say no to spending that money, right? In order to save any money, you have to say no to that money leaving your house, okay? Or leaving your bank account or your wallet or whatever it may be. That means you're likely saying no to things like the frivolous spending, right? You're saying no to, you know, random trips to the grocery store to buy, you know, whatever, right? Because, you know, and this, this is something that flabbergasts me. People who go to the grocery store multiple times a week, go to the grocery store once, get everything you need, go home and don't go back, right? Uh, because you'll end up spending so much the more times you go. But uh, those random trips to the grocery store in order to you know spend and spend and spend and buy all of these things that you want, because most people do overspend on food, eating out, right? Eating out time and time again, that money leaving your house, that is going to keep you from saving any money. It's going to keep you from beginning this process of saving money. And if you've already said yes to the budget and no to the you know lack of organization, then all you have to do is really follow the budget in order to get this done. But that's going to force you into a position where you're not just, you know, saying, oh, well, I'm going to make the decision to try and organize myself. Now you actually have to act. You actually have to do something. And that something has to be different than the things that you've been doing. It has to be different than your current monetary habits. So you have to say no to those current monetary habits in order to save any money at all. Then the third part of the financial action plan is if you have an employer-sponsored retirement account that gives you a match, right? You are investing up to that match and only up to that match if it is offered. If not, we're not investing anywhere else just to get that free money. Now we see the benefit of that, right? You get free money. You put some money in, you get some money for free from your employer that can grow and compound for you over time. But how is this saying no? Well, in order to determine that you want to start investing, right? And you want to start saving for your future. What are you saying no to? You're saying no to a YOLO lifestyle. Okay, you're saying no to a, you only live once, so I'm going to do everything today. Why would I save for the future? You know, I'll, I'll figure that out later on. You're saying no to that mindset, right? You're saying no to the uh, idea that I can start later. You're saying no to the idea that, oh, me saving this couple hundred dollars this month is going to make a big difference. Yes, it is going to make a big difference over a long period of time right? Yes, it is going to be a huge part of your future finances, whether you believe it or not. But you're saying no to all of the things that the world tells you uh, that you know are negative about starting, right? About saving money, about putting money away for your future. Uh, you know, they, you're saying no to the fact that uh, this money is, you know, oh, it's not that much. I can just spend it somewhere else. And, uh, you know, it's not that big a deal. I can, you know, start later. No, you can't start later. We've talked about why starting early is so important. That's why I put this part of the financial action plan in place. You are saying no uh, to all of the excuses of the world as to why you shouldn't start saving for your future, why you shouldn't start investing for your future in a prudent way. And other than just saying no, you're saying yes to free money, right? You're saying yes to an offer of some amount of free money. Uh, and that is a much better yes than any of those no's that we said earlier. So you, again, are delaying gratification. You're putting this money away that you know you won't be able to touch for some long period of time, right? Uh, from the, whatever age you're at until your late 50s at the earliest, uh, then you're going to put that money away and just let it grow and let it be and not do anything to it. And that's, you know, that is the whole idea of delayed gratification. I'm paying a price today. I'm putting money away today so I can benefit later. Because if I don't put that money away today, then I will not benefit later. Uh, so that is the saying no of the third part of the financial action plan. Now, the fourth part of the financial action plan 
is the biggest part of saying no, okay? Now, part of this should have been done uh, early in the financial action plan and even deciding to start working the plan. Uh, but the fourth part, as we know, is pay off all your consumer debt other than your home. And in doing so, the first thing that you have to do is you have to say no to taking out more debt. And that's the part that I said should be happening no matter where you're at in the financial action plan. But you, first of all, have to say no to more debt. You have to say, no, I'm not going to go buy a car that I can't afford on payments because that car is going to go down in value like a rock. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to decide uh, to put this car on payments uh, and just make these minimum payments over time, right? I'm not just going to be contented with my cash flow leaving my home, right? I'm not going to be contented uh, with you know having to pay all of these bills on these things that aren't even necessary to my life, right? I'm no longer going to be happy with that, okay? I, you have to say no. You have to say no to, hey, I am not going to use this credit card anymore. I'm not going to put myself in a position uh, to where this credit card is going to ruin my life. Uh, no, I'm not going to go to the payday lender anymore. No, I am not going to take out student loans to go to school. Even though you feel like that's the only way you can go to school, it is not. It's the only way you can go to school the way you want to go to school. And it's the only way you can go to school right now. Because think about what student loans are. Student loans are the epitome of not saying no, right? The student, student loans are the epitome of saying, I have to do it right now. I have to go now. I have to pay for school now. Many of you aren't going to like uh, that analysis, but that's what it is, right? Anytime you're taking out debt to do something, why are you taking out the debt? Because you can't pay for it right now, right? But what do you end up doing? You end up paying a price later on for receiving something today, right? I, let's say I could go purchase a car for $20,000. Okay, a decent little car could pay $20,000 for it, all right? But I know that if I am to finance that car, I'm going to pay much more than $20,000. It is going to cost me more than $20,000 to pay for that car over time, all right? But if I just pay for it today, I just spent $20,000. Yippee, done. That's the problem. That's the issue that we have. The issue that we have is that if you are taking on debt, if you are actively going deeper into debt than you are uh, saying, hey, I want something today so bad that, and I can't wait that I'm going to put it on payments, right? Or I want something that is so above what I can afford that I'll put it on payments instead of buying something that I can't afford with cash. That's what we're saying. We are saying, I refuse to delay gratification. That's what you're saying. But what you have to learn to say is no, no, I'm not doing that anymore. No, I am not going deeper into debt. No, I am not going to have to make monthly payments. No, 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 no. That's what we want to get to. That's where we want to get to as far as our debt situation. And then obviously in paying off your debt, you're saying, no, I'm not going to allocate my money in different places. I'm not going to, you know, go do a bunch of frivolous fun things uh, while I'm paying off debt. No, I'm not going to, you know, be, you know, spending my money on all these different types of things. And no, I'm not going to be keeping, you know, this, you know, $50,000 car in the driveway that's on payments that I can't seem to pay anyway, I'm going to sell it and I'm going to get deeper into my paying off debt that much quicker. Those are the type of decisions that you have to make. And it all stems from saying no. It all stems from saying no to the conventional wisdom of debt being normalized in our society and saying yes to working on a cash basis, getting out of debt and freeing up your cash flow. Then the fifth part of the financial action plan 
where you are saving four to six months of expenses into your emergency fund, adding up to what you were doing earlier. Uh, that is saying no in the same way that you were previously to where you're saying, well, I could be doing all this stuff with my freed up cash flow now that I've paid off my debt. Uh, but no, I'm going to save up this money, put it away uh, and leave it there. And something you're also saying no to here uh, is the temptation to invest that money. And I know that is a temptation for sure, but we want that money to be around. That money, if you guys have forgotten, is insurance against tragedy. And so in having that money around, uh, we need to make sure that it is safe. We need to make sure that it is not going away. And so we put it in a money market or a savings account and set it aside. And so that's saying no in a similar way to the way we said no when we first started to build our emergency fund. We're not going to spend money on a bunch of frivolous things. We're going to put this money away for our future because we know uh, that we are either eventually going to need it uh, or we'll be in a position where we don't have money and wish we had it. And so you set that money aside. You're perfectly good from there. Then steps six and seven of the financial action plan. Six is putting away at least 15% of your income for your future, saving into your employer-sponsored retirement accounts, your IRAs, your, um, your kids' college funds, all of these different, your HSAs, all of these different places where you can invest money. We're putting away at least 15% of our money, somewhere 15 to 20% is typically a good range to be starting at there. And we are simultaneously in step seven, uh, paying extra on our home to get our home paid off. Now, what are we doing there? What are we saying no to there? Well, in deciding to invest, then we are saying no to lifestyle creep, right? And what is lifestyle creep? Lifestyle creep is where, uh, you know, oh, I have more money at my disposal. Therefore, I'm going to increase my lifestyle. I'm going to buy a nicer car, a nicer house, uh, a nicer boat. I'm going to buy these ATVs. I'm going to, uh, you know, buy some nicer clothes. I'm going to do all of these things. This lifestyle creep. You're changing how you spend your money and how you live your life based on the cash flow available to you at the end of the month. So you're saying no to lifestyle creep when you decide to invest because you're saying, okay, that money that I had, I'm not going to just put it all into spending more money, which you can allocate some to spending more money. You should, right? Over time, financial balance, giving, saving, spending, you should be um, just allowing a portion of that money to go towards your spending. Uh, but you also need to have some amount of that money uh, that is being invested, right? That is being saved for your future. And that's what you are doing here. You are saying no uh, to the lifestyle creep that could come. And you're saying yes to putting money away today so that you have money to retire on later or to do things with later on in your life and to live the dreams that you've always wanted to live. That's what you're saying yes to here. Yes in your investing is saying yes to your future dreams right? But you have to say no to something today in order to say yes later. And that no here is lifestyle creep. That no is spending exorbitant amounts of money now that you have some freed up cash flow. That no is going back into debt for anything at all. Um, so those are things you have to say no to in order to get to this place of, yes, I have what I need uh, for retirement. I have what I need for my future. And then in paying off your home early, uh, you're also saying no to lifestyle creep in a lot of ways. Uh, but you're also saying no to accountants, right? And uh, I know accountants mean well when they're saying, oh, well, you're going to lose your, your tax deduction if you pay off your home. Don't pay off your home. Keep getting that deduction. No, pay off your home. It is the biggest expense that you have. We are not going to step over dollars to pick up dimes, right? You're saying no uh, to stepping over dollars to pick up dimes. We're just going to pick up that dollar, okay? And we're going to get our house 
paid off. And you're also saying no to uh, investing so much to where you can't pay extra on your home or spending so much to where you can't pay extra on your home. You have to say no in those places, obviously. And you have to look at um, you know, your friends. You have to look at those around you uh, who may be moving up in houses that they can't afford and things like that and say no to yourself about, hey, I am not following their plan. I am not, or their lack of a plan, right? I am not following them. I'm following this plan. I'm saying no uh, to the peer pressure. I'm saying no to uh, what I think I want to do. Uh, and I'm saying yes to the thing that is best for me over the long term. And then you get to a point in the eighth part of the financial action plan where you can max everything out as far as your investing goes. And again, you are saying no in the same ways there uh, to where you have all of this cash flow now. You have your house paid off. You have all of the debts that you have or that you used to have paid off. And so you have a lot of cash flow, a lot of ways to allocate that cash flow. And you're saying, well, I'm going to max everything out. I am not going to allow uh, exorbitant amounts of lifestyle creep to come in. Now, when I'm talking about lifestyle creep, I'm not saying that you can't buy some nicer things when you have the money to buy the nicer things. Not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do better for yourself as you make more income, as you have more cash flow available, but you should not do so to the point where you can't do the things that you need to do in your financial plan. Uh, and so, I'm, I'm fine with spending more money, but I'm saying you have to say no to a portion of that in order to continue following the plan that you are trying to follow and trying to run the race here financially that you are trying to run. And then that brings us to the ninth part of the financial action plan, which is to give extremely generously, right? And because now we have all this cash flow, now we have the ability to do so, we should give extremely generously. And this goes with the eighth part of the financial action plan. You should be doing these simultaneously. We've talked about this before. You should be maxing everything out and giving extremely generously at the same time. But uh, when you are giving extremely generously, what are you saying no to? You are saying no to selfishness, okay? Uh, because you are saying yes to a lot of things at this point. You're saying yes uh, to, yes, I can help you do this. Yes, I can give money here. Yes, I can um, you know, sponsor this family that's, that's going on a mission trip. Yes, I can give money to my local church. Yes, I can uh, give to this charity. Yes, I can do all these things. You can say yes to a lot of things when you are giving money generously, but you have to say no to selfishness because at this point, you're building up a good nest egg for yourself. You're out of debt. You have a lot of cash flow that's available to you. You have to say no to selfishness. You have to say no uh, to just making it all about yourself, making it all about you and it's your money. You have to say no to thinking that it's your money because we know that it's God's money that we are just managers of. Uh, and so you have to say no to that mindset and say yes to being content, saying yes to being generous and yes uh, to all of these great causes that you could give your money to uh, and make a difference in the lives of others. So look, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I don't care where you are in life. In order to get anywhere, in order to get to a place that you want to get to, you are going to have to say no. In order to get anywhere worth getting, you are going to have to say no. And if you want to continue moving backwards and just start saying yes to everything, right? There are things that you need to say yes to, right? You can turn most questions you know, around and make you say yes to them. Uh, but it's all about delayed gratification. It's all about delaying something today, putting off today in order to gain something tomorrow. Because you're not going to be able to get everything that you want to have today. Just basically, you are not going to be able to do that, right? And if you do try to go get everything that you want today, uh, then tomorrow is going to be painful. Tomorrow you're going to be in debt. Tomorrow you're not going to have money. Tomorrow is going to be painful. We have to be realistic. We have to understand 
uh, what is happening in our personal financial lives. Say no to the things that are taking our cash flow away. No to the things uh, that are punishing us. No to the things that are most painful. And we have to say yes to those things uh, that are bringing us the most contentment, the most joy, uh, and the most long-term financial freedom, long-term financial independence, and long-term uh, financial security. So those are the things we say yes to, but you have to learn to say no. It is plaguing our society that we fail to say no. You have to start saying no. You will be best served by doing so. Thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave any feedback in the comments down below, and I will be sure to get back to anything that you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, uh, and that's good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes every single day on YouTube and the podcast. And then if you need somebody to help you walk through your financial life, create a plan that would work for you and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you. And we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So tune in Monday as I talk about protecting your finances uh, and several different ways that we can do so. So don't miss that next week. So hey guys, thank you for tuning into this episode. Thank you for tuning in day after day, week after week, uh, and continuing to be a great uh, community of individuals for me. And I uh, hope we can continue to grow this community together. Uh, and I hope that I can continue, and I plan on continuing, uh, to put out great content about personal finances for you every single day. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.